Give us a quick, oh, quick mic check. Hello, hello. One, two, three, four. Check, check, check. Check in the house. Hello, bonjour. <laughs> Welcome strange. to the most unusual uh, post-race press conference under unique circumstances, but we have race winner Will Power in the middle. Second place, Scott Dixon of Chip Ganassi Racing on this side, and fellow Team Penske driver Simon Pagino finishes third. Let's start with Will. We'll do a quick overview from all three drivers. Will, this extends your seat number of seasons with at least one victory to 13, second only all-time to Scott Dixon. I, I would think that's a huge relief for you is, and excitement. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, big relief, you know. It's just one of those years that hasn't flowed very well for me. I was, um, I've been quick. I've been there and, you know, a few errors on my part and just things not falling my way, but uh, absolutely over the moon to, to finally uh, win a race this season. Um, just, you know, for, for the guys working on the car, I mean, you know, they've worked their asses off this year and just had bad runs. So, um, yeah, awesome, awesome, great feeling. We'll talk about how you won this race and some of the thoughts behind it in a moment, but let's uh, bring in Scott Dixon, who has now finished second, second, first, and second in the last month. Four races there, and you have pulled within reach of the championship, which would be your sixth. This is a, another big day in, in terms of a championship pursuit. Uh, yeah, it definitely uh, gets exciting in, in uh, that you know, situation. Uh, we've definitely had some luck. You know, today the um, car went through some good changes, and, and the car was pretty quick. Uh, not sure really what happened on the last stint there. We, we put more front wing in and actually put more uh, pressure on the right rear tire, and couldn't even turn the car, you know, went from running 213s, 214s to, you know, struggling to do 208. So, um, you know, just had so much understeer. But uh, Will was, you know, definitely uh, extremely strong today and it was good to see him uh, get another victory, um, you know, this season. And, you know, had we gone back out, uh, even with lights, headlights on, I think, you know, Will was going to, you know, take the race. So uh, congrats to him and, and Team Penske and uh, we'll keep our head down and see what we can uh, come up with with the last three races. Simon, a bold move to, to uh, take the lead on the opening lap, and you had a strong car. My sense is that this is a little bit of a disappointment. You felt like you had a winning car. Uh, well, it's a great day. I think, uh, you know, very happy for Will and Tim Penske to, uh, to get another win here in Pocono. It's, it's pretty awesome. I think we, uh, we showed our cars were the, were the, the strongest today. Uh, and overall, it's a pretty good uh, points there for us on a 22 car with uh, Penske Truck Rental this weekend. So, you know, obviously... Yes, did I did I think we could have had done a little better? Uh, at least we would have tried, and and I think we had the car to do so. Uh, but we'll we'll find a way to to the front, and as he always does here, was definitely the class of the field at the end. So who knows what would have happened? But um, I, I do think we could have uh, challenged at least, um, you know. But at the end of the day, it's it's not a bad day. So uh, we'll take it. We will go to the next one and keep pushing. Will he? Scott made the reference that even in headlights you would have probably won this race. The determination you've you've had to uh, to get back into victory lanes, almost un unmatched in this sport. Your your determination over the last yeah, I was uh, yeah I was very determined um, that today, especially knowing I had the car to do it, kind of sat back and saved fuel a lot. Um, you know, and when I got shuffled back uh, at that, uh, I don't know it was the third, second or third stop with the yellow. Um, we were able to move forward pretty quickly and get back onto the back of these guys. Uh, but just, yeah, got the car right, um, you know, and, and uh, the car was very fast as well, which is important around here. And when my spotter said the rain's coming, you know, I just 
turned the fuel up and, and I went and I went as hard as I could and um, was able to pull a gap and go. So, uh, yeah, it was good. Good, good day. Third win in four years for Will at this racetrack. Uh, take questions. We have we have uh, microphones on either side. It'll be a little difficult to manage good. getting them to you, but let's start right here in front. Driver's right. Uh, <coughs> Will, um, during uh, practice yesterday, it didn't seem like it, there was anything really remarkable about the speed in the car. When this weekend did you know that you had a car that could do what it did later in this race? Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 we weren't struggling yesterday at all. Uh, you know, it's just... Some people run light fuel. We were very straight. We were straight into heavy fuel running and, and really understanding the car. So, you know, I think I think we just tried a lot of things to get an understanding of what we'll need for the race. Understood the downforce level we need to run, which every everyone in the field ended up on anyway. But, um, you know, I as soon as the race started, I I knew we had a good car. I knew we had a good car going in. So, um, uh, yeah, we just made some adjustments, kind of. Had a lot of push, obviously back in traffic there, and I ended up trimming out a little bit at the end there. And, um, yeah, it was all, all the right moves. Question down in front, and then we'll go uh, in the middle. Uh, question also for you. First of all, congratulations. You just said a minute ago you had the car to win, a very good car. Nevertheless, maybe I'm wrong. I had the impression the first 20, 25 laps, um, the car was not so up to speed. Your car really came to life at your first after your first pit stop. Did you make any important adjustments at your um, pit stop? We didn't. I actually had just leaned out as much as you could and just sat in the train because the train wasn't that spread out and I knew if I could get a few laps on fuel, plus we topped off, that I could pump out some really fast laps at the end and, and actually made it back to second in that stand. I don't know what position I was when I pitted, but um, made a lot of positions, just simply clear track, running hard. Um, yeah. Steve Wittich. Will, you've got uh, more super speedway wins than Elio now, so you can use that to bug him. Oh, that's good to know. 17 straight to... super speedway races you've done laps. Prior to that, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily easy. Was there one thing that clicked for you or one thing you were told that made it click? Well, when I was told it was going to rain, I could see it coming, but my spotter said, hey, there's rain about 20 minutes out, need to go, um, and I just... Then I just was full rich. Um, I, I knew I only had one chance to get Scott uh, while well, the tyres were good, so I pushed very hard to do that and then um, try to get a gap. Was there one thing in your career saying back in 2013 that, that it just clicked all of a sudden? Oh, on the you're super talking speedways? about super speedways? Yeah, super oh, speedways. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, the first super speedway win was... Um, they say it was Texas, but really it was at uh, um, Fontana. But I always enjoyed, like, I always did reasonably well on ovals. It's just that I did really well on street courses and won all my races there. So everyone was like, look at the contrast. But I was like, well, no one else is winning on super speedways either. Like, really, no one dominates. Um, but just got a lot of this experience on them now and um, know what I want from the car. Can always get it pretty good and know uh you know when to take a risk and when not to i mean that's it's got you can't you can't beat experience on on these sort of tracks it's it's um it's not easily learned because you know <laughs> going in the wall hard is kind of how you learn question on the driver's right 
since Steve pretty much asked my question, I'll come up with a different one. But, uh, you know, the fact that for the second year in a row, start of the race, there was an incident with some really good drivers involved in it. And you guys, as the champions and experienced drivers, I mean, is that kind of disappointing to you that, you know, these guys could should probably be able to start a race at Pocono better than that? Yeah, I mean, looking at the replay, I don't know what happened there, uh, whether Sato got a seam or something, but, man, just, I, I mean, you just can't do that. It's just, yeah, the seams, the seams down the back there, like you'll see cars move around a lot, um, and maybe that's what happened. You know, being three wides, pretty tough going into there, being close, because, like, it'll move half a foot. You move six inches either way um, when you're on them, so I don't know what happened, but... Yeah, it really sucked to see there was a yellow in turn two again on the first lap. I feel bad for the guys that were taken out that were, you know, in the championship hunt too, you know, especially for Rossi. But, uh, oh, man, you just got to respect these places you do in every situation. It's it's not a – can't screw around much. Montana in 2012, didn't you? And that pretty much ruined your championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that was actually in the corner, yeah. And these are actually on the straight – so you just go on straight, and the the car will follow the seam, and you'll kind of move around a lot. Question on the left here. Well, I'm pretty sure this win feels very good, but you got to come in the pits with uh, after the first red flag, and y because you had a cut tire, if I remember, and after that you you got a little bit of luck get going to the pits right before the yellow. Yeah. Uh, how does this feel to have this luck and get this third win in Pocono? Yeah, look, I got the luck, and then I got it taken away again on the next yellow. <laughs> I stayed out and lost all the positions, so it kind of net, netted zero. But, uh, um, yeah, over the moon to get the win, obviously. Um, great. It's just very frustrating when you go a long time without a win, and and especially when you have the speed and the capability to do it. So uh, obviously high expectations driving for uh, Roger Penske and he expected to do well and expected to win. Um, so kind of a, re a relief. Question on the far right. Uh, just for all three of you guys about the point championship, I think uh, Joseph's tw 35 ahead of, of Rossi and 40 ahead of Simon. I think Scott's only 52 behind. Do you, you feel like it's still pretty wide open with three races to go? All three uh, of you. Yeah, I, I personally am pretty excited that we've gained points on Joseph um, for a few races now. So, you know, it's a championship. You know, the me the best may win over the year. Um, you know, obviously he's my teammate, and you know I can only think of good things for him. But I also want to win, and so does Scott, and so does Rossi. We, it's just bullshit. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> he says bullshit. I want to win. But I want to. He's I right. Hope you, I, I hope you and Joseph DNF for the rest of the year. I'll win it. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I, I want to win. He's right. Uh, you know, we all want to win, and, and it's good to be in it. I think there's three races to go, and all the chances in the world for, for our, our team. So um, we're going to keep pushing. You know, that's what we've been doing. We've been uh, flawless and um, faultless, sorry. So, um, yeah, just keep pushing, keep doing what we do, and, and try to win races. That's, that's going to be the name of the game till the end. I love it. Uh, I, yeah, I, you know, I think it just, honestly, until you're out of it, you're never really out of it. You know, I don't know what the points gap was going in 
15 for us, but behind Montoya, but I think it was in the 60s. So it, uh, it's, it's definitely achievable um, from the points deficit right now. But, you know, there's, there's still a long ways to go. I think the next two will be, will be pretty interesting. Uh, St. Louis is going to be a lot of fun, I think. And, and then, uh, you know, Portland will be interesting. And, and, you know, for a lot of us too, I think it was interesting to get back to Laguna for the first time. And some teams struggled a little more than they probably thought they would. So I think Laguna, especially being double points, could be a pretty interesting race. Okay. Question, two questions here in front. Uh, just for a slight change of, of pace here, um, you had a couple of weeks off, uh, you know, between your last race and this one, and uh, we heard about the, the exploits of you playing the, the saxophone there, Will, the other day. Um, Simon, you went home to France and uh, brought the Borg Warner Trophy there. Could you just say a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. It was um, first of all, I want to thank Borg Warner and, and Indica for uh, organizing this French media tour. Um, you know, it was a, honestly an honor to be able to uh, bring the most valuable trophy in the world uh, in my home country. Uh, even though, you know, I've been racing here for 14 years and uh, you guys have welcomed me like, uh, like your son. I, I appreciate that. Uh, but it was, it was good to, you know, bring awareness about our sport. I think in Indy 500 doesn't need awareness. I think everybody knows it's the biggest race in the world. But when you keep saying it and you keep saying it and you bring this amazing trophy with all the faces on it, it uh, just wakes up people. You know, it, it helps enhance what it's all about and, and the fact that it's the one fastest race in the world and, and uh, that a Frenchman won it. So I was very, very proud. And, and I can't thank Borg Warner. Honestly, um, you know, it sounds like a sales speech, but they are an incredible partner of the series for doing, making sure that we keep those traditions and making sure that we keep on building. And, and that's what makes this race so special. So, um, so I, was, I was very... Um, very excited to be there with, with that, and um, certainly I think we gained a lot of followers in France, so that's a good thing. Question? Yes, um, it was the first time actually that uh, the likeness of a driver was unveiled outside the, the, the US, so um, again, a big uh, big step for, uh, for Borg Warner and IndyCar, and, um, but we don't, we don't forget here, we don't forget the US, don't worry about that. There was just a, a way to um, you know, bring more people in. And, and I think we, we accomplished that. So I was uh, very, very, um, very grateful for the situation. And yeah, my hair is awesome. My hair is <laughs> my hair is fantastic on the on the trophy. That you know they don't need product. It's awesome. So um, and my face won't age anymore. So that's that's really cool. Uh, I'm actually next to this guy, which means a lot to me because we've we've raced together for so long, and uh, he's taught me he's taught me a lot. And uh, it's pretty cool to be next to your models and, and heroes. Right here in front. Question for Scott. Um, when you look at your last couple of championships, you've rallied to, to win them. And with, with you look at your performance the last four races, you know, the four podiums, what, what does it just seem about the, the resilience, resiliency that you kind of show that you're able to, to rally and kind of uh, overcome and, and, and maybe come from behind and win championships? Uh, I think that's kind of the team's MO, to be honest. You know, last year we took, it uh, was, was definitely a different championship. I think we took the lead of the championship in Texas and kind of carried it through. Uh, which was very different and felt a lot different. It's uh, a lot more stressful, I think, that way, which I'm sure Joseph's feeling right now. Uh, but no, it's, it's um, you know, I think the team, even with Dario's championships, were kind of similar to, to that scenario where, you know, the start of the year and midway, you were kind of there, thereabouts, but, but uh, really, you know, came on in, in the latter parts of the year. But, um, 
you know, it, it uh, as Simon kind of spoke of earlier, it's it's the best over a full year, and and you know, uh, sometimes that you know down part creates a determination not just in yourself but the team and it also allows you a little uh, bit of difference maybe in strategy you can take some more risks you can go for race wins uh, and if you get on a roll then it then it just starts to you know um, you know feel good for everybody and, and it kind of continues a little bit longer so I don't, I don't know you know there's been many ch championships won many different ways you know I don't when did Joseph take the lead of the championship the first race right so we'll see We'll take two more. Uh, one back here in the back with Chris. Uh, Will, after uh, you know you had your race at Toronto, that obviously started and ended pretty badly. And over here, over here, back, back. Oh, there you After Toronto, you had the start in the back. You know, didn't turn out so well. And then the issue at Iowa. And now you got you know two top fives in a row. How great is it that finally you know things just seem to be coming together right now at the right point in the season? Yeah, <clears throat> kind of too far out now, but. Uh, it turns around eventually if you keep uh, keep you know performing and doing the work, and uh, eventually it turns around for you. You know you can't you just kind of bad luck all the time, um, or bad. You know, it's not all bad luck. Believe me, there's always a reason. It's rarely bad luck. Honestly, you can always uh, put it down to something that wasn't done right. Um, so, you know, that's the sports become so tough these days. You can't leave anything on the table in any way. So, if you do, you just you're simply not going to win. Last question on your far left. Uh, gentlemen, we saw some comments during the race from Robbie Wickens, Sage Karam, some of the other drivers on social media regarding whether IndyCar should be running here at Pocono in the future. What are your thoughts after finishing the race today, and do you see those changing as you get a little bit more time to think about it? Uh, well, yeah. Honestly, I feel bad for Pocono. You know, uh, the, the group of people here that work, they work extremely hard. It's, uh, you know, I thought the crowd today at the start of the race was fantastic. Uh, it was gaining some really good momentum and, and, you know, hopefully it does continue. But, but uh, you know, down to weather and some, some mistakes that have happened on track that honestly could happen anywhere. You know, if you look at Justin's or Robbie's, those can happen anywhere. So yeah. uh, I feel bad for, for everybody that puts in the effort here that, that it kind of gets a bit of a bad taste in, in that scenario. Uh, I think the drivers in a lot of situations could do a better job to, to help, you know, that situation. So, um, honestly, I hope you come back, and I want to, you know, just say a big thank you to, to everybody here at Pocono and the fans and everybody that comes out because uh, it's definitely a, a tough place. You know, Will can tell you how rewarding it is to win here uh, just because it is so difficult to, to get it right. So, um, yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's a great oval for us. Um, you know, it's obviously some unfortunate accidents here, like Scott said, that could happen anywhere. Um, you know, it's just they've kind of got a bad rap for that. But uh, it, the crowd's up 15% every year we come back. So, it, you know, it, it's it's getting better. And it, like Scott said, the crowd was great today. And it's a good racetrack, man. It's a good track for racing. And I really hope we come back. I do. You know, I think the guys here do a great job. And the cool track for us and it's hard for us to find good ovals these days that suit our cars it's hard to uh, add to that i think they, they said it all it's it is a fun track to drive on and um yeah really unfortunate because we're close to new york it's a great market for indycar um you know it's an opportunity to bring people from new york to to the indycar races so really enjoy that um and and i love personally i love super speedways i just think it's been a bad exactly like they said bad circumstances um and obviously when you're traveling at such high speed you know a crash is going to be a big crash so 
you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can come back and hopefully uh, we can keep working with uh, with people at Pocono because it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've been racing here since 2012 um, in the series, so um, I've enjoyed it more and more every year. Um, so we'll see what happens next. But as a driver, I, I really enjoy coming here. Gentlemen, thanks for uh, today. Will, if you could stay on stage, we have some more photographs to take. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.